running up that hill? What's keeping you from reaching your top potential? For runners, run coaches, triathlon coaches, and those with a passion for running. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Hey, it's another Advanced Endurance Show. Are you ready for ah, that running advice which will actually make a difference? That content that you will recall during your difficult or best run moments? If yes, ah, give me a shout out because you've come to the right place. If, on the other hand, you expected some low-level motivation like, hey, never give up kind of stuff, you are mistaken. It is here on this show where we learn and talk and use scientifically proven methods that are adapted for runners. So first off, a big thank you to you for choosing today's podcast. Really a big thanks for your continued support. Oh, did I actually mention that this content, it's all registered under the Reset brand, the reorganization of emotional systems into effective transformation. Haha, <laughs> wow, that's a mouthful. Huh? But let's get going with the podcast, which is a bit like a, a buffet at your favorite all-you-can-eat Chinese restaurant. <laughs> it's the site that many runners dread. It's your perfect day for running. You're feeling excellent. You're wearing your favorite running gear. Good pace, not too fast, not too slow either. And as you come around a corner, there it is, a steep, long hill. It is there. It's waiting for you. <laughs> a flood of thoughts enters your mind. How could this happen? Why me? I should have turned left earlier. Or maybe no one saw me. I could turn back, pretend, oh, this is my usual halfway mark. <laughs> but then you continue and definitely you will remember this route, but not under, it needs to be improved. You will file it under avoid at all costs. <laughs> okay, I might be exaggerating a little bit. Perhaps. Maybe you don't mind at all. Maybe you live in the Himalayas or like me down in a valley, which means every run there is some other confrontation with a hill. What I want to say is this or today's show is for both kind of runners, those that struggle up a hill on a regular basis and those that get it done on a regular basis. Simple. But what is it with hills? Why every time I mention to the group, hey, let's do some hill repeats, the, the running group, the, the whole energy level, it drops like the stock exchange on a Black Friday. You all know the rational reasons and benefits involved running up hills. You do, don't you? In case you're a pancake runner, listen up. I'll repeat the rational reasons. Running up a hill, regular basis, incorporating it in your training combining or adding hill work to your routine it'll have a tremendous effect on your run performance um, not only does it strengthen ligaments and tendons um, apparently <laughs> it even improves your run form yep because if done correctly it'll force your muscles and the hips the legs and ankles to to simultaneously contract or act in a, in a synchronized manner and, and this under the strain of your body weight plus add the effect of gravity that adds to a performance boost and that's the area where you'll find improvement or, of course, you can, invest, you can invest in a new pair of running shoes that promise a sort of makes you feel like they promised 
will make you run faster and avoid hills altogether. <laughs> okay, but for the sake of this podcast, you have no money for shoes. You trained those hills, you sweated on all your journeys of inclines, and now what? What would you do with this extra power, with this turbo boost? Well, as soon as you take part in your next flat 5K park run, or marathon, you will feel that you, you will definitely feel it, that you have a lot more power. And some runners actually speak about a ease at which a much faster pace could be managed, or a general feeling of lightness that together with improved red blood cells and a capacity for maintaining a higher threshold, all in all can, please note, can, C-A-N, <laughs> lead to a faster running pace. Why can? Well, as I just mentioned, it depends on many factors, doesn't it? If you're having a bad day where a lot of factors are perhaps against you, maybe it's too hot or it's too cold, too wet, or you're just not feeling great, hey, then of course it is difficult to improve on your pace, even though you might have invested in a correct workout schedule. Oh, by the way, last week I got some flack for mentioning my research is not based on a study by Harvard University. Yes, it wasn't. It was simply my experience as a run coach where I've trained runners to reach their particular goals. And that's why now, dear listener, drum roll, drum roll, somebody teach me how to do a drum roll. I did some research. And I found a study by, no, not by Harvard, I'm sorry, but by a university in Sweden. Hang on, I wrote it down so I could quote it correctly. The Karolinska Institute, that sounds fancy. And they carried out an experiment into the effect of hill running on marathon runners' performance. What a coincidence, exactly our topic of today. <laughs> and to summarize a lot of really boring paragraphs of Group A versus Group B, I will spare you all of that. I'll take you right to the last page of the book. <laughs> the result was, and please note, this was conducted with experienced runners. It was an improvement of nearly two minutes on their 10-mile time. Wow, two minutes on their 10-mile time, or in turn, six minutes improvement on their marathon time. I wouldn't mind a six-minute improvement. <laughs> and according to the study, it all relates to aerobic enzymes, simple those enzymes, they are pretty useful. Uh, this is an understatement for all you new listeners. <laughs> that is, or to remember it easily, the body's natural turbo boost. It, it, it allows the muscles to function at a higher intensity. There, end of podcast. Develop more aerobic enzymes and you run up those hills like Speedy Gonzalez. Actually, I don't know, was Speedy Gonzalez fast running up a hill? I just remember him running through a room and... Uh, different podcast okay but somehow you and i both know that this rational information it doesn't translate into doing <laughs> actually your running is exactly the same before you started listening to the show absolutely nothing changed unless you are listening to the show whilst running and have the option to do a run up a hill right now but i guess that is not the case now let me ask you why do all those studies not somehow automatically translate into doing why is that? Why, if, if you and I know that something is good for us, we don't do it? I guess it could, uh, or, or I guess it could be that same reason that we still produce and sell cigarettes or soft drinks. Mm, soft drinks in a can on a hot day, ice cold, the red one. <laughs> hey, stop it. No, seriously, tell me. Why both? You and I know hills are a good training base. Plus, you have the evidence to back it up. Why don't you then train hills with much more, oh, yes, drive, much more passion? 
Well, the same reason you don't sign a petition against food that's unhealthy or drinks that (laughs) clog our arteries. (laughs) There is no emotional connection. Decisions are acted upon if you're in your emotions. And you know this, if you are someone a bit feisty with a temper, you might get annoyed at yourself, perhaps even angry for, for struggling up a hill, perhaps even fall or slide into that comparison trap. And that will lead to impatience. But if you channel your emotions through focus, that's when you get that extra drive, that extra determination. Different types of runners. Some people I've trained, they, they simply cannot, it's like they cannot see what they've already achieved. You know, once you get talking to them, you know, it's like, wow, you know, and others, they suffer from an average mentality. And some of you, you're not clear on, and you should listen to this, uh, really pay attention. You're not clear on what success really is, what it means for you. (laughs) And the opposite of greatness is not failure, it's mediocrity. Sorry, I don't know who said it, but it's an applicable quote, is it not? It leads to resigning oneself to a life of unreached potential. Or are you the type of runner, ah, we'll do it when I feel like it. At least that is being honest with yourself, really honest. And that's good, but that's not going to lead you to your best results, is it? But it's a start to get you in a better direction, to get you on course of becoming a better, stronger, smarter runner. Seeing that you're so honest with yourself, be even more honest. You will never, ever, every time feel like never running up a particular hill, will you? (laughs) No, so why go at it with that high level of expectations? That will just line you up for inevitable coming short for for failure. Now, if you're willing to change and set about changing your ways, the way you think, approach a hill, or any other challenge you regularly struggle with, the strongest starting point is between two extremes. Except sometimes you won't feel like it means you won't nosedive and get frustrated because uh, I once tried positive thinking and it didn't work. (laughs) Inspiration to run up that hill might come and boom, light up your body with energy, but it needs to find you at least running already. It's the logic, okay? (laughs) Now, how's this going to make you a smarter runner? Well, let me give it to you on a silver platter. How about a visit to your future, your future self? Come on, that sounds exciting, does it not? Is that not what you deep down inside want to know? What will it be like in 10, 20, 30 years from now? No, I'm not necessarily talking about flying cars and colonizing Mars, I'm talking about what you will actually look like, what you will be fondly remembering looking back, back at today, 10, 20 years from now. Imagine looking back and realizing there were some races you never entered because they were, in your mind, too tough. Even though hundreds or Ten thousands of runners have completed that particular race before you, but you somehow decided to make yourself believe that you couldn't possibly complete that run event. Too many hills, you hear yourself say. (laughs) Take the Comrades Marathon in South Africa. 
Each year, there are over 25,000 runners that participate. And over 80%, I think it's over 80% finish. I, I would need to check it up. Uh, and, the, and the age groups with the biggest number of entrants are um, first uh, the age group 35 to 39. The second is 40 to 45. And then it's 45 to 49. So it's exactly our age group. But again, it's, it's factual. It's not emotional. Many a runner I have trained and worked with who would definitely be capable of completing the 90 kilometers whether it's the up or the down run but but in her mind and i'm thinking of a particularly talented runner she cannot imagine and picture herself running that distance there's no emotional connection hey or perhaps in your case looking back you you remember when you're in the future and you're looking back, you remember the runs you did every Tuesday, Thursday, and perhaps the odd Saturday, hmm, same street, same distance, hardly any challenge. Hey, but at least you ran, didn't you? I mean, it is better than doing nothing correct. <laughs> is that what you're going to measure your possibilities and option against? Compare yourself against doing nothing? Wow, that is really a low target, isn't it? I mean, honestly, that is setting the bar so low, you can never not reach at least I didn't do nothing. Hey, I did something, I ran. Come on, you are a runner. You're not collecting stamps. Every day you have an opportunity to go out and explore to see what powers you might have on that particular day to get the feel of how your body reacts to pressure and what you're actually capable of. To, to hear your heartbeat so loud because your pace is suddenly so fast or even better. That hill is steeper than you thought and you are running up it so fast even you can hardly believe it. To find yourself on a, out on a planned 5k run and suddenly it's cold and rainy and next thing you find yourself bam on kilometer eight charging up a hill and you have no intention of stopping feeling on top of the world those are moments that count not the strava moment or the garmin moment or the kudos from your neighbor not the fastest marathon in ideal conditions no once more come dive into the future one more time perhaps close to that stage of your life where walking is already difficult. You definitely are not shopping for running shoes anymore. Picture it. What I'm saying is imagine yourself being old, really old, rocking chair and porch type of old. And this time, whilst you're in the future, look back. Now imagine that each chance you had to go for a run, you actually used it fully. You went for your potential and as you ran around that corner and you see that hill, you tackle it to the best of your abilities on that given day. You fought your way up or you felt great and actually you were quite fast. Wow, a goosebump moment. <laughs> How did that feel? That thought, that vision, that picture in your brain. What does that make you or inspire you to do today, perhaps right now? Whichever one of the examples inspired you to do more or had an effect on you, reached you more, use that one. Remember, I told you earlier, it's like a buffet, an all-you-can-eat restaurant. Try something. If you don't like it, okay, fine. Leave it. But that, what you enjoy, take as much as you like. Use it. Another mental tool for your brain, an option so you can improve rather than just resign and think it is your fate. <laughs> also, one side note or paragraph which wasn't like at the center of that study, but I thought it is quite valuable that 
those that trained hills, I think it's group A, once they had a break from their training, their performance did not suffer as much in comparison to the others, but that is another rational information. Hey, today I want to invite you to our YouTube channel, Advanced Endurance, or just type my name, Heiko Stribble, and it should come up. And hey, listen up. If you've enjoyed the show, please do give me a rating on iTunes. Um, it'll help other people who are looking for this type of content to find me a lot quicker. And please keep your anger disappointment or <laughs> um, uh, uh, keep that for other shows or products you bought from other people, but not for this. This is a podcast. This is for free. So give the show a share with others that, yeah, that will appreciate it. Plus, there is a free book offer going on. What book? Well, for those of you looking for a deeper meaning to your run and are currently contemplating what a run streak could do, especially in light of your future self, then this is exactly for you. The book is called Make 365 Days Count. It's, look, it's not the seven pillars of wisdom, okay? It's not Shakespeare. It's me, Heiko, your favorite run coach. It is a book that will give you advice and success factors which will lead you to a successful one-year running streak. Yep, clever, isn't it? Make 365 days run, one whole year of running. Why, who, or what would you want to do that? And if your first thought is, no, I couldn't do that. Then definitely you should get that free book. The link to the video, you, you know what? Just just go to YouTube, enter Heiko and either uh, free book running regularly or how to run consistently. Don't get sidetracked. Just enter that in YouTube and then you look at the video, stick with it. Oh, and there's more running advice pertaining to matters of mental strength on there too. So whether you want to develop consistency or perseverance or are just interested in becoming a better, stronger, and yep, you guessed it, a smarter runner, so check it out. Hey, to finish today's show, looking back one day at your medals or your old running shoes, I read something that's really worth sharing, and I have fought the good fight, I finished the race, I've kept the faith. <laughs> Not some low-level SEO-optimized keyword search, but the most powerful words from the Bible, so have faith. <laughs> My name is Heiko. I want to say thanks for listening. This show is over, over. Remember, take it easy.